What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Hey, good evening, everyone in the USA, Canada, all over the world, and Long Island, alongside with the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka YouTuber, aka host with the most, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now tuning in and listening and rocking with the 82nd episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. That's right, episode 82. How you like me now? Yes, I should inform the new listeners and the new watches that's watching on YouTube from the YouTube community universe. We are live and direct on StreamYard, YouTube, and alongside with my other stream platform, which is 17 Live. Um, now, if you don't know what 17 Live is, um, you can listen to episode 78. I break down what um what that is. So, you know what I mean? Um you get the gist. Anyway, man, if you are new to the channel and you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Um, And you missed any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry, I got your back. You can go grab the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555, where you have a list of all the episodes going on. Um. Actually, yeah, when you have all the lists going on with all the episodes, you're going to see um, a section that says videos on the YouTube channel of my page. And it's going to be a whole list of, whole list of um, videos. And, of course, yes, you're going to see my face. You, all you got to do is just press play. It's not that hard, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, man. So, you know. Go, um, go leave a like and a comment alongside with the topics and episodes. Stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes, along with share the videos. Be sure you tell a friend to another friend. Be sure you download your favorite episodes. And I will go over the stream platforms on the go so you can get an idea of where you can listen to the shows and stuff like that. And also make sure you follow me on 17 Live, which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York. I'm actually live streaming on there right now. As you can see, there's people that's actually, you know, that comes into the live stream that's actually, you know, watching me and stuff like that in action, watching me, um, you know, in action while I'm recording this podcast and stuff. So I figured, you know, you know, basically do a little expanding, you know what I'm saying? Um, And, you know, I try not to let things get me down, you know what I mean? 
So, um, like I like I always I wanted to I want to actually do this though before we even get to chatting on the jazz right here, man. You know, a little a little bit of um a little bit of um a mental health check in right here. All right. Yes. Mentally, it's been challenging with all the things that I had to deal with. Physically and spiritually, I am doing okay. Now, I haven't had a chance to do too. I haven't had a chance. I have not had a, the time to actually do a five-minute meditation because I've been preparing and trying to actually get all the topics and articles together along with the facts so I could, you know, actually talk about it with you guys. So, you know, and this is and this is a segment about um taking a dive to not just myself but along with along with your with yourself on what you're going through um on the inside. You know what I'm saying? You know, I decided to make the the hashtag mental health checking into a segment. So I figured why not talk about that. And yeah, um yeah, one of these days I'm gonna actually touch on emotional health. All right. I'm gonna touch base on that, but um you get the you get the jizz of this shit though, man. You know what I mean? All right, um, we're gonna have some fun with with this episode right here, man. Um, we don't have any serious topics to talk about here in this episode today, so we're going to start with um. All right, we're gonna start with um. Hold on a minute here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, we're gonna start with um. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to start with, yeah, let's start with Nas, man. You know what I mean? Hang on a minute. As I read, I'm going to be your screen so you can guys hear me read and stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? Just, just what it is, what it is, man. So, um, so Nas has shared a summary new single titled Big Nas, which he made with longtime collaborator Hit Boy during his forthcoming Masterclass series, Nas Teaches Hip-Hop Storytelling. Ooh! Hip-Hop Storytelling, man. Wow. Wow. This is interesting, man. Released today, October... Released recently, October the 8th, Big Nas shines with a warm warbly synth led mini molistic drum loop and sub subtle glimmering keys okay in the track's first verse not nas raps in quote you can write yourself out of your blessings wreck your lambo the first day just dr- by driving too reckless time is too precious these some obvious lessons. Please remind me to watch my step while I bounce on edges. Big Nas alongside a video directed by Ben Dean. 
It follows an energetic dancer through the suburbs of Brooklyn who defies the laws of physics by walking up the side of a shaping container and eventually ascends into the skies. Hmm. Nas teaches hip hop storytelling will debut. Of course, it already started um recently. I didn't I didn't even know about this, but um didn't get a chance to, to um check that out. Um I'm pretty sure you guys could really check it out for yourselves. Um the yeah. Actually, it's pretty interesting that Nas actually created created this because you know everyone knows he's a legend. Everyone knows he's a he's a legend right here, man. You know, and let me put myself on screen here. Everybody knows that Nas is a legend, right? We all know that he's been doing everything for the community and stuff like that. To actually create something like this. It's what makes it is what makes this story so interesting and fun. We need we need fun, man. We can't oh you can't always take everything too seriously all the time. Unlike fucking PETA. Like I s- said in the last episode. <laughs> but we ain't talking about Peter's stupid ass in this episode, man. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Let's keep going with this shit, man. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, Nas teaches hip-hop storytelling already been, they already started, with a press release promising that Nas will discuss his philosophy as a lyricist. The series will be split into 12 individual lessons. In a new interview with Complex, Nas said he organized his masterclass curriculum Based on how I would like to receive it from an artist, he continued, I break it down piece by piece, and each piece is different. Each piece gives you more of my life. A lot of it is about my life journey. Nas released his 13th studio album, King's Disease 2, back in August. It marked his second full-length collaboration with hit boy following the first king's disease record in august of 2020 it also scored a five-star review from nme with writer will lavin calling it a fresh burst of creativity on the topic of a potential king's disease three wow wow king's disease three that's very interesting right here. This is very interesting right here, man. And I really have to applaud this right here. So now I said that he and Hitboy currently have no plans for such a project, but would consider it if the right ideas was pitched. He said, in quote, if I was to work with Hitboy on the next thing I do, I think that we might do something that is going to be magical, he said in a recent interview with Apple Music One. Nas won his first Grammy Award in March, taking home the title 
for Best Rap Album for King's Disease. He also released a deluxe edition of his second album. It was written in celebration of its 25th anniversary back in July. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's another congratulations right here, too, man. All right. Um, all right. So, so I didn't get a chance to watch the versus battle with Big Daddy Kane and stuff, but you know, I did. I did get a chance to actually look up the article in regards to this, so I figured I'd just you know get into it. So, you know, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna go there on who won, but you know it is what it is. I'm not gonna go there on who won and shit like that. So, let's just start there. Um. Okay. So, of course, it happened on Sunday night. October 18th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, Big Daddy Kane and KRS One um had that versus showdown and it was everything a hip hop head could ask for. As fans rebidly debate who came out on top, the culture itself came home with the W. While DJ Scratch and DJ Kid Capri more on them later. Held down. Held down Kane and KRS on the on the wheels of steels, respectively. If was it was Fat Joe who introduced the start of the battle. Fat Joe represents the Bronx, but he showed reverence for both legends. KRS hit the stage first, and he wasted no time as Kane was slower to enter. Blasting off by performing criminal minded. Oh wow. Hold on a minute. Let me get a drink since I'm gonna be doing a lot of talking. Alright, um <laughs> Okay, Kane rolled up unbothered, sporting a mean fedora and when it was his turn, started things off by saluting the late great Biz Marquis and performed their collab just justing rhyming with Biz. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I'm No, I am not. No, I'm not on mute, guys. So don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that, man. I got that handled. Um <laughs> From there, it was pretty much a slugfest with both super MCs dipping into their bag of classics with death blows. I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. For yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah, it it was pretty much a slugfest with both super MCs dipping into their bag of classics with death blows and counter punches that would have leveled lesser rappers. For example, KRS would return fire with I'm still number one. Kane encountered with enough respect. Kane hit lean on me from the 
Eponis Movies soundtrack. Karis answered with Jack of Spades from the I'm Gonna Get You Sucker soundtrack. King Azaitic dipped in his bag with Mortal Kombat. The teacher retorted with Super Ho. <laughs> Super Ho. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's crazy. Wow. That's very interesting. <laughs> oh, man. And Jimmy. <laughs> this was the stuff of Golden Age hip hop legend. Then the two rep titans start rap start tapping into guests. Kane set it off, no pun intended, by bringing Nice and Smooth out to perform. Pippin' ain't easy. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um, the move was crafty considering the duel is from the Bronx, but ain't no friends in the in the battle, but KRS was unfazed by the uppercut coming back with Black Cop. Oh, wow! Wow, Black Cop, which seamlessly led into a surprise appearance from Mad Lion, who performed Shoot the Kill and his own Take It Easy. Wow, I did not, I didn't know. Other artists was gonna be on here. That's crazy, man. Man, the fact that I actually missed it because I had something I had to do. So you know what I mean. So excuse me for that one. Um, of course, but soon after is when the vibe got a little janky with DJ Scratch calling for a freestyle section. Can't oblige, but. KRS wasn't really with it, choosing instead to bring out DOS effects who perform real hip hop and they want they want EFX, but respectfully held on to the mics for way too long. But the ship was put back on course after KRS performed Step Into a World. The classic track is perfect for b-boys and the bronx rapper welcomed several to the stage including pop master fable kane in turn brought out crazy legs to make the break dancing intermission cypher complete soon enough fans got blessed with more classic bars like kane's wrath of kane ain't no half-stepping and another victory while krs hit Sound of the police, love, love's gonna get you, and the bridge is over. Where he also brought out DJ Red Alert, but also around this point, DJ Scratch and DJ Kickapri started starting going at it, and it was just unnecessary. At one point, Scratch basically asked if he could battle Capri, and Karis once said, "Nah, this is versus." And then added, y'all are running out of records. Welp. Eventually, Kane um, acquiesced and let Scratch get off a DJ routine aimed at disparaging Capri, who responded by displaying his own scratching skills. Scratch wanted to keep it going, but Kane deaded it saying it was time to move on 
throughout the right, no, throughout the night, excuse me, Kane commanded respect and was a class act. Another dope moment went was when he made sure to salute Shante um, after KRS got off his infamous line from The Bridge is Over. Um, by making sure the world knew she was who ushered the Juice crew into the game, not the other way around. Um... Okay, so Kane winded down his time with performances of Symphony with Master Ace and Craig G, but Kooji rap was AWOL and warmed it and warming up Kane, but KRS wasn't kidding. He had more records. He spit a melody of nine millimeter goes bang. Ah yeah, and self-destruction. And after he and Kane gave each other their flowers closed with Madism. But who got the decision in the title bout? This writer is leaning towards Karis one. See what we did there. But will readily admit that he has a boogie down bias. Throughout the night, Kane demonstrated um, otherworldly breath control, never missing a bar. Karis depended a lot on the crowd helping him out by punching in lyrics, but his command of the stage is still insane at 56 years old. While the we all want rationale is cool, Twitter meant may actually be too busy appreciating the blessing than debating the winner. Probably not. But peep some of the more poignant reactions in the gallery. So who's next on Versus? Look at Buster Rhymes. Oh boy. Okay. Um, let me see. Now, before I go on to um, fucking... Nori, right? I said I was going to go on to Nori, right? Because, uh, hang on a minute here. Um, hang on a minute. Like I said, I'm, I'm, um, here's the thing that people got to understand when it comes to hip-hop, man. Hip-hop just turned 48, okay? Everybody keeps talking about real hip-hop this, right? I get it. I get it. But here's the thing. How can it be real hip-hop if there's, if, if there's no growth and evolution? Without those two, it wouldn't, it wouldn't exist today. And yes, I do agree that hip hop has saved a lot of people's lives. That I can contend with that. But to say that, but to say all the time about real hip hop, this listen, you're not gonna get the same the same music artists back, man. Like half the rappers that we heard in the '90s. The 80s, the the 2000s or whatever, and the two, 2010s, 
all these people that we heard music from and stuff like that had moved on, man. They moved on to other things. You know what I mean? Um, um, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I match. No. Um, anyway, man, um, I feel like this, man. Hip hop was a seed. Once it was watered and planted, it already grew. You can't stop it from growing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not gonna happen. And I get the fact that there's 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 this um you know mumble sauce rappers and shit like that. I, I get that part though, man. Um but it's kind of hard to actually, you know, control control things that's actually out of your reach, man. So that's actually my take on this shit because um it really kind of got me thinking, man. That's why I was like, you know, why are you actually, you know, trying to say bring hip-hop back? You're not going to get the same people back. You're not going to get your LL Cool G's back and all these other people and stuff like that. Because half the people moved on to other things like acting and other ventures. You know what I'm saying? Some of them became entrepreneurs. Some of them became chefs and stuff. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, listen, man, this is not one of those things um, that you could actually try to bring. You, you can't bring you can't bring something that's already grew, man. I'm sorry, but it just it had to be said, man. And and don't don't try to quote me or mistake me. To say that I'm not really because I'm not, it's not about sides, man. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like, you know, when it comes to like music and stuff like that, as far as like, you know, deliveries and stuff like that, like it's not about political and shit like that. I mean, music is about, you know, expressing yourself, whether it's through rap, whether it's through hip hop, whether it's through um, RB, whatever music genre it is, though. I just feel like sometimes we get caught up with um with trying to you know please everybody no matter what music you try to do man no matter what music you try to do or whatever and all that other stuff fuck the fucking critics man because they don't understand your vision they don't understand your story you know what I'm saying? Because once they get an idea of who you are as a person and as an individual, then you can understand the story. And that's my take on that on that whole ridiculous idea of trying to bring hip hop back, man. You can't bring something back that already grew already, man. Like, come on. It's called growth and evolution for a reason. Period.
hold on, man. I really want to talk about this um, Nori cat right here from Drink Champs. And by the way, congratulations to him on on Drink Champs season two. Um, but you know, this is crazy how he said he's hotter than um. Wow, he was hotter than DMX. Wow, hold on. So this is what's going on here, man. Okay, Nori claims he was hotter than DMX. Big pun and more in 1998. Nori claims he was the hottest rapper in comparison to DMX, Big Pun, and others in 1998. In an interview with the I Am Athlete, podcast which premiered on youtube on monday october 25th which was recently this week the queen's rapper explained how artists sign bad contracts and aren't able to own their masters Nori went on to say that he was the hottest rapper in the world when he signed his solo record deal in 1998 with penalty tommy boy records he said, in quote, I was the hottest rapper in the world. He stated, I could have held out, but I wanted a million dollars. When I Am Athlete co-host Brandon Marshall questioned Norris claimed that he was the hottest rapper in 1998, the rap veteran quickly broke it down. I was. He shot back. In 1998, who, who was it? Me, DMX, Big Pun, Cameron. I was the hottest at the time I was signed. And other than DMX, I was I sold the most in my first week. DMX did 220K. I did 163K. Plus the other 18,000 that they pre-sold from me because they bootlegged it and they still counted it. Nori is referencing his self-titled debut album on Penalty Tommy Boy Records, which was released on July 7, 1998. The LP sold 163,000 copies in its first week of release and hit number one on the Billboard Top 100. Yeah, Top 100. Um... R&B hip-hop album chart on August 1st, 1988. Plus, the album tracks Super Thug, Nori, and the Fantastic Posse track Banned from TV featuring Nature, Big Pun, Cameron, Jada Kiss, and Styles P were hit singles and considered classics in Nori's expensive discography. Hold on as I take a drink. Oh, man. <clears throat> okay, so Nori, I don't want to be a part of no damn fucking, fucking, um, I don't want to be doing that shit, man. Yeah, sorry about that, though, man. Somebody's trying to challenge me to some stupid match. While I'm doing a live stream. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? I'm in the middle of a live stream of recording my podcast episode, man. Come on. 
It's ridiculous, son. Anyway. Anyway. Um, let me see. Where was I? Yeah. Yeah, so Norris claim is not so far-fetched. However, 1988 was... No, 1988 also saw monumental rap releases, including Jay-Z's Volume 2, Heart Not Life, Master P's MP The Last Dawn, Outcast's Aquamini, Big Pun's Capital Punishment, Lauren Hill's The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, excuse me, and let's not forget DMX's historic back-to-back um, number ones with It's Dark and Hell, It Is Hot, and Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, all these projects surpasses surpassed Nori's debut album sales-wise in their first week of release. But certainly Nori's claim will spark a debate among rap heads on social media. Watch Nori on the I Am Athlete podcast below. Fast forward to the 11-minute mark to hear Nori talk about ownership and about the hottest rapper in 1998. Okay. I am... I am athlete. Wait, hold on. You said I am athlete podcast. Okay. Um, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna try to see if I can check that out. Um, when I get a chance, though. Um, but as far as um, hold on. Let me just put myself back on the screen, man. I, I want to say this. Okay. <clears throat> So he claims that he's hotter, that he was hotter than DMX and only, and he was hotter than DMX, Big Pun, and all these other people. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do, man. I'm going to put up a question. I'm gonna put up a poll. I'm gonna put up a question, right? On one of the on episode eighty-two. In regards to Nori's claim, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. All right, you can comment on on YouTube, and you can comment on the um on the anchor where. You know what? I'm gonna. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna pose this question anyway. I'll do that. I'll do that later. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna go to the next topic real real quick. Hold on. Let me get to hang on a minute here. There we go. Um okay. So we're gonna go to Money Bag Yo. All right. Hang on a sec. Let me see how much time I got here. Okay. All right. All right, we can wing this. All right, so Moneybag Yo had a hell of a year thanks to his fourth studio album, Against This Pain. The album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 and retook the top spot in its third week. Now, the Memphis rap star is looking to scratch, no, stretch, excuse me, this crazy run. On Tuesday, October 19th, 
Moneybag Yo announced the deluxe edition to Against This Pain with a clever Instagram post and the video shared on the popular app. Um, Moneybag um, has a blank document open on his notes app and begins to type the names of seven songs and their features, which includes Lil Durk, um, ESTG, Poochiesty, Blue, DJ Khaled, and more. Seven songs all slim some shit I I just had laying around. Moneybag wrote in the caption of his post residue from the album. Fuck a deluxe. I'm reloaded. <laughs> New music this Friday the 22nd. That already happened. Last week, Moneybag Yo dropped the music video for his collaboration with Janae Eiko titled One of Them Nights. Eiko starts the video off as a majestic fairy that uses her magic powers to make herself appear smaller. She begins her verse on the bed, then then flies around to post up on the bathroom sink and stovetop in the corset top. Moneybag comes in and taps into his softer side as he visualizes intimate experiences with his woman as cuffing season approaches. <laughs> wow. Um, Against His Pain debuted, gave Moneybag Yo the best selling week of his career, earning 1,000, no, 110,000 total album equivalent units. It remains a staple on the chart as it currently sits at number 25 on the Billboard 200, nearly six months after it dropped. Wow. <clears throat> wow, that's that's pretty heavy, man. That's pretty that's pretty confident of him to actually say that. Um <clears throat> and yeah, um, let me um let me let me just explain something man when you are creating hold on let me just let me just put myself back on the screen here when you are um creating music right you have to be confident on what you create and what you started because nobody's going to do that for you but you. No, no matter what story of each song she talk about and stuff. Don't forget to be humble with yourself. And don't forget to, you know, be able to have passion in your work and your body's work. And that's why I do reviews on music, on some of the music artists and stuff like that, because they don't OD on auto-tunes compared to, let's say, a fucking, a fucking 
T-Pain, Travis Scott, and 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 all these other people. <laughs> Don't even get me started with Future, man. <laughs> Don't even get me started with Future, man. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? Let's move on to the next one right here. Um, hold on a minute, guys. Hold on a minute. Um, all right, let's let's go to the next topic right here. Here we go. <clears throat> all right. So, um, we're gonna go to Drake. Of course, recently it was his birthday. He turned 35 and stuff. But you know, he he invested in something that really, really, really kind of changed the level game of of you know jewelry. So, of course, the title says Drake leveled up jewelry game with iced out um OVO chain plus Richard Mill watch worth millions so here it is <clears throat> drake has one of the craziest watch and chain collections in the game fans already saw the insane ovio chain that young thug gave him for his 35th birthday and it looks like he added more to his expensive pieces on wednesday october 27th Jazz Prince took to his Instagram with a video showing an inside look behind making of the OVO chains he gifted Drake, his son Adonis, and his dad Dennis for the six God's 35th birthday. The Yastel chains were created by Flores Diamonds. Um, um, Flawless Diamonds Corp, uh, Corporation and feature a large diamond encrusted owl holding the uh, the OVO logo with its feet. Um, for those unaware, Jazz Prince is the son of Rap-A-Lot's record founder Jay Prince and the man credit, credited with discovering Drake. Happy birthday, bro. Um, I got you pops and my nephew right. Jazz Prince wrote in the caption of his Instagram post. The other gift that Drake received for his birthday might be the most rarest item in his collection of his expensive of his expensive pieces. Drake recently took to his Instagram story to show off a Richard Mill watch he allegedly paid a hefty amount for. The watch is estimated to retail between 2.2 to 2.3 million dollars. While complex source suggests he could have paid as much as 5 million. Fans are talking all over social media about which model Drake had as with people stuck between the 
RM56-02 and the RM056. Um, Drake is no stranger to Richard Mill and their products. Last month, Drizzy surprised Future with a one-of-one one black and gold Richard Mill watch after their collaborative record way too sexy went number one on the billboard hot 100 <laughs> richard mill watches begin at two hundred thousand dollars and can reach over three million dollars a piece Despite the watch being a staple in hip-hop these days, Bad Boy Records mogul Diddy can't stand the watch in August. He got on Instagram Live to explain how much of a waste of money the watches are. Um, <clears throat> and he said like this, in quote, I'm not a hater, though. I'm a connoisseur of fly shit, he said at the time. But I'm telling y'all, you getting tricked by the Richard Mill. The Richard Mill is like a Timex or some shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? It's not hot. I have like two or three. I never pull them out. They they ugly. I don't even want to hate. I don't even know Richard Mill, but fuck. I'm on some black shit, black man. Save your money and go buy a house. Okay, time out here. Time out. Time out, man. Time the fuck out. I want to say this, man. Before I say something, I need a drink of water. Diddy, you say you're not a hater, but apparently you really are. So you're hating on the man's success and his birthday. What the what the fuck do you have? What the fuck do you do you have to do right now? You ain't got shit, okay? Like, why are you hating on the man who bought a a Richard Mill a Richard Mill um watch? Like, come on. Everybody is entitled to have preferences of the types of watches, and the types of jewelry, and the types of other things that people like. You know what I'm saying? The same way people have preferences on the type of sneakers, which will be the next topic I'm going to be talking about next. So, for you to tell this man to save his money and all that other shit, what the fuck you been doing with your damn money? Huh? You didn't, you didn't really do shit. So, and you wonder why, and you wonder why you know, you're not really that relevant like you used to anymore, man. Anyway, man, I want to actually do this, man. Let's flush Diddy down in the damn drain of the potty in the 
damn motherfucking bathroom now. Or to go down the hole. <laughs> oh man, I had to do it, man. I had to do it, man. You see what I mean about midlife crisis, motherfuckers of old folks? <laughs> they always got some negative shit to say about youngsters. Like, come on. Nobody asked you to tell somebody on how they should waste their money. Like, come on. Be serious, man. Y'all yeah, sick of midlife crisis motherfuckers who try to take their mood swings out on people. And it's not funny, man. I'm done with this, man. I'm done with this shit, man. Seriously. I, I really am. So let's take a little... Let's take a little... Um, I'm going to take a little fast forward into... Into... A next topic, which involves sneakers, of course, though. Um, but but before I even do that, before I even do that, <laughs> I want to get into the whole thing with the new music of Dr. Dre and shit, man. So hold on a minute here. Um, okay. So Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know he was working on new music, man. And he's and he's in his fifties, which is not old, by the way, folks. Um. Anyway, so so Snoop Dogg said that Dr. Dre is working on new music for the Grand Theft Auto series. Rolling Stone reports, as well as adding that he's on board as a collaborator on some. Of the tracks, while Snoop's has said that the new music is connected to the GTA game that's coming out. It's unclear whether the rapper is referencing to a new entry in the series or simply new music being added to GTA V. Grant that Final Five, folks. I do know he's in the studio. Snoop Dogg said in an interview with Rolling Stones. Music Now podcast. I do know he's making great fucking music. And some of his music is connected to the GTA game that's coming out. So I think that that will be the way that his music will be released through the GTA video game. Um, which is interesting. Um... When reached by Rolling Stone, Rockstar Games declined to comment on the remarks made by Snoop Dogg. While fans of the Grand Theft Auto series expect a sixth game will be released at some point, nothing has been officially announced by Rockstar at this stage. It's possible that the new music by Dr. Dre, who hasn't released any soul since Compton in 2015, will make an appearance in a Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition, which is due to release on November 11th for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, um, X slash S, Nintendo Switch, and PC. 
it's also a possibility that the music is destined for Grand Theft Auto V, which has continued to expand its ambitions for musical content in the last year. Wow, this is very, 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 very interesting right here, man. And I do, I like this. Yeah, I like this, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. This is something. Yeah, you know what? I know there's more. There's probably more to this, but I'm not too sure if I'm going to do all this, though. Um. Anyway, so let me let me see if there's any more to to actually add to this show right here. But anyway, man, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about on the on Dr. Dre and, and stuff like that. So, um, so our last topic has to do with an animated sneakerhead movie. Yes, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, though, man. That's going to be fire, man. That's fire right there, man. Um, Of course... <clears throat> Of course, the story goes like this, though. And for those of you who may not know, there is an animated movie, and re- an animated sneakerhead movie that's going to go down, actually, as we dive into this story right here. So listen to this, folks. You're not going to believe this, but hear me out. Roddy Rich, Sway Lee from, from Race Rummered, and Chris Paul have been tapped to voice characters in an upcoming sneakerhead movie called Sneaks. According to Deadline, singers Ella May and Macy Gray, along with Oscar-nominated actor Lawrence Fishburne, Boys in the Herd, um, The Matrix, are also set to star in the film, and with Mustard serving as executive music producer. The plot follows the story of a pair of misplaced sneakers that get lost in New York City and must find a way back to their soul mates. Roddy Rich is described as playing a mysterious forger, with Sway Lee as a gifted young athlete, Chris Paul as himself, Ella May as a charming Oxford, Macy Gray as an elegant stiletto, and for Lawrence Fishburne as an evil collector. Oh no! Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the evil collector, man. You know what they say about evil, man. <laughs> you know, there's always going to be an evil villain. There's always going to be an evil villain. So, anyway, as well as his voice role, Fishburne is also on board to produce the movie. Rob Robert Rob Edwards rather will write the script and direct sneaks in his future debut. Um must have, st- must have said in a statement in quote, I really see the music in this film as a crucial part of storytelling, 
as the first family animated feature film to be steeped in sneaker culture. I am honored to draw my expertise as producer and artist and my love of sneakers to create moments that really connect. The added bonus is that this is a film that I'll be able to enjoy and with my family and kids. Laura's Fish Run added, our film will illuminate and pay homage to the forever growing and popular sneaking culture that continues to inspire and be inspired by musicians, athletes, and artists alike. And I'm thrilled by the cast and crew who have decided to join us on the journey. Ray Shrummer's Sway Lee recently starred in the second season of um, FXX Dave with NBA star Chris Paul appearing in the animated series Scooby-Doo and Guess Who in 2019. I did not know he was an actor. Wow. Wow. This is this is very, very, very fun. This is fun. Um I don't I don't know if there's a release date for um for the movie Sneaks. Um Let's take a let's see let's take a look to see if there's a release day for the movie sneaks. Uh, uh, release. Let's okay. Release date for um the animated. Hold on a second. Animated. Um, animated cartoon movie sneaks. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Um, so I don't know the um. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sneaks. Okay, cool. For the movie sneaks. Wait a minute here. Hold on, animated movie. Let's start there. Let's start there. Um, now, if there's a, I don't know if there's a release date. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see actually, um, okay, um, give me a second. So let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay. Um, I already read that part. Um, yeah, I already read all this stuff though. I'm just trying to find out the release date of this animated because I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see how many people are going to actually. Well, there's no there's no release date on there though. I would have to look into I would have to look into this um after I get off the air of this podcast. So let me see how much time I have on here. Um okay. Um now before I wrap up this show, I want to take a look at the comments in 17 Live. See what you guys are talking about here. 
Okay, who do we have here? Um, we got, um, we got, who do we got? We got AP underscore one, two, nine, 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 eight, three, no, eight, three, six, nine, eight. Hi. Um, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining the live stream of the recording of the podcast episode 82. Um, who else came in? Um, um, Joanna 2021. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. I'm about to I'm about to follow you. I'm about to follow you right now. I'm about to follow you right now. Um who else? Who else came in? Who else came in here? Yeah, who else came in here? Let me take a look at you. Jason Pete. Thank you for joining. You might want to put your uh profile pic on there too. Um that way I could be able to get a, an idea on what you look like. Um who else came in on here, man? Let me see. Who else came in on here? Yeah, so shout-outs to Shane Reigns and along with everybody else that came in. Um, I do appreciate the share on the live stream of, of Facebook. Thank you for sharing the live stream on Facebook and along with everything else. So thank you to everybody that's been watching me uh, record the off the Meat Rack Change New York podcast for the past couple of days. I really appreciate you. And, of course, the people right here. Let me just put myself back here. All right. So, of course, um, of course, um, I would like to say thank you to those who watched me on 17 Live, which is another um, place that I'm actually um, live streaming and stuff like that. So, you know, that's the reason why I have to, you know, go in between looking at the screen right here and looking at the other screen right there because I have to pay attention to, to, the, to the comments as far as like, you know, um, the, the snacks and the gifts and stuff like that because that's what 17 Live is. It's a, it's a platform where you can watch, um, you know, streamers as they um talk about various things, and of course, in you know, you can you can give snackies, you can give like you know other fancy gifts, um, coins, um, um, whatever it is, though, man, and, and you know that's what I like about Seventeen Live, man. I mean, it gives you a space so you don't have to worry about being canceled or anything like that, though. So, you know what I'm saying? And you don't got to worry about anybody policing uh, the, the the music that you're playing and shit like that. Unlike people on Facebook and Instagram, no offense. Um, um, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I do appreciate every single one of you that's been watching me on 17 Live. And, and of course, um, and of course, if you like what you heard in today's episode, 82, and other previous episodes, 
feel free to go show some love on the Cash App, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign capital G M O N E Y. Capital S, lowercase T A C K Z 555. It's not about breaking the bank and having a lot of money, folks. You don't need a lot of money to show support, though, man, to what I'm doing with um, the podcast shows. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's about doing what you can on what you can't afford and whatever amount you decide to to put um, will be appreciated. All right. So there you have it. Um yes, so there you have it right there. Um we are going to um yeah, we're gonna go over the social media handles real quick. Um of course, obviously. You can follow me on 17 Live at G Money Stacks Queens, New York. All right. <laughs> That's where you can watch me in action on this on recording this podcast and along with my other shows. You know what I'm saying? That way you can get to know me personally and stuff like that. And you know, I'll give you an opportunity, the opportunity to actually um, you know, ask me anything. I mean, I'm willing to do a Q&A, but it depends on the day, and it depends on how I feel. Can you know how I feel about online flizzies and, and all these trollzillas who who have nothing else to do but to make somebody miserable and shit like that? Because they're not as successful as they are because they are too fucking conceited, insecure, envy, and jealous, okay? So you don't need that type of company in your life though man and that's really real shit though you know what i mean and also obviously you can also follow the show off the meat rack chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram all in one word Alongside with my other shows, which is excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, which I will start it back up on October 31st, which is Halloween weekend. Um, also, you can also follow my review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, on the gram, and also on the gram, you can follow me at G Money Stacks. 555 in Queens, New York. Um, now, when you are on Instagram, whether you are on my primary personal page, which is G Money Stacks 555, or off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast page, you're going to see a link. That says Linktree slash G Money Stacks 555. Um, it's gonna take you to it's gonna take you to a list of streaming platforms on the go, which I'm going to get into right now. Yeah, it's gonna be 
you're gonna see a whole list of um things where you can listen to episodes and stuff like that. So here we go. Streaming platforms on the go. All right. You can hear and listen and watch the episodes on Podorama, Anchor, Audacity, Spotify, Audio Burst, Deezer, TuneIn Plus Alexa, Player FM, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, Breaker, Castbox FM, alongside with Listen Notes, Podbay, Podfriend. Don't forget to go to the two links, Pod, Podchaser and Podfriend, so you could, um, you know, give a five-star rating. Even if you don't have anything to say on there, um, it doesn't really um, make it, doesn't really matter. But, um, yeah, a five-star rating would actually be appreciated and stuff like that. It just shows me that you are, you know, supportive. You know what I'm saying? Um, we are also on Reason FM, Google Podcasts, and don't forget, please, don't forget to listen to Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast on Amazon Music, alongside with Audible. We are on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And last but not least, the YouTube. Go ahead and grab the subscribe button on the YouTube channel page, G Money Stacks 555. Make sure to enable alerts so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air live via live stream. And, you know, stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that you missed. I got you back on how you can watch it. Every every previous episode that's been recorded has been automatically been uploaded and posted to the YouTube channel page. Be sure to download your favorite episodes. Make sure you spread the word. Um, leave a like and a comment alongside with the topics and the episodes. Tell a friend to another friend. Um, share the videos and also share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms with the Linktree link that just discussed the streaming platforms choices on where you could listen to the episodes and including YouTube and stuff. So, um, um, and there you have it though, man. And listen, by the way, man. Make sure you reach out to your loved ones, all right? Um, like your 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 wives, your husbands, your girlfriends, your your boyfriends, your friends. Um, they may be fine on the outside, but on the inside, they're they're going through something on the inside that's very tumultuous, difficult, and traumatic and stuff. So you know, if you want to show support, you could. You can um try to reach out to them. There is no good time to actually um reach out to someone you care about because you can't put a time frame on everything. Um, and 
you do this by taking a risk by following your following your your, your mind, your soul, and the token on your heart. And you know, show some empathy and some compassion. You know what I'm saying? That way, you know, you know, spark a conversation. In other words, a discussion, folks. <laughs> you get the you get the jizz, man. Um, and you know, mental health matters, man. That's the reason why I created this segment, mental health check-in. That way, I could, you know, not only talk about myself, but also talk about you guys that's actually going through stuff. So you know what I mean. Um, and you know, let me just say what today's question is going to be, man. Um, do you think that Nori from Drink Champs is being a little cocky? To say that he was the hottest rapper better than DMX, Big Pun, and all these other music artists. I want to hear from you. I'm going to post that question on the, the show's page off the Meat Rack Change New York podcast on Instagram. And I'm going to put that on the episode on Anchor of episode 82. So... So there's two ways you can actually answer the question. I want to, I want to, I want to hear your response, your reactions, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, um, other than that, if you have a dream of of being a podcaster and you would like to create a show like I'm doing right now with three shows under my belt. I got you back and I, I'm going to guide you through this though. So let me so just so just um listen to me. You need headphones. You need a microphone like I'm using right now, which is a Voxcon. It's not a Yeti. But I couldn't get a Yeti microphone because it was it was kind of expensive and it was kind of hard to find in some of the stores. So I decided to shop at Target because it's probably one of the best places to actually find um, microphones. Or you can even look at um, Walmart and um, Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Whatever website you look through, even if it's like, I don't know if eBay would actually do that, but... Um, but you never know, man. Never say never. Anyway, so like I said, man, you need headphones. You need a microphone. You also need a laptop or a computer. You also need a software for audio recordings of, of how you're going to do your podcast and stuff like that. Um... You also need an audio recording, no, and a software where you could do live streams and stuff. Like I, like I said about StreamYard in episode eighty-one, I actually said that there's some benefits behind using StreamYard because you get to create banners, like banners that scrolling across the screen, 
And of course, a banner of the name of the show, which is right here, which is off the Meat Rack Change New York podcast, obviously. Um, you could also put websites, you could put like, you know, your your, your social media handles, your businesses, um, your, your, your websites for clothing lines and stuff like that. I'm willing to do all that stuff, but you get the gist of this though. Um, now the hosting site that I use is called Anchor, and that's where my street podcast shows is on right now. So what you want to do when you are creating a podcast and stuff like that, you want to put like you know a synopsis, you want to put like it, it's optional if you want to do a trailer. It's optional. Some people don't do trailers i don't really do trailers because you know i'm not too really not too really frequent with the trailers and shit like that so um i figured i'd just take it seriously and just go straight forward and that's exactly what i did though um i didn't really necessarily need a trailer to validate me you know what i'm saying (laughs) everybody's everybody is different man (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't really do trailers and stuff like that. I'm willing to do promos and stuff for Anchor and stuff because they're the main reason why I'm saving money right now. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, Anchor can help you distribute your podcast on streaming platforms alongside with, you know, the monetization, along with editing, Along with adding music intros, along with sound effects and different types of um different types of sound samples and stuff like that. But so but you can but you you can create your own sound effects if you if you if you like to feature on the shows like I'm doing right now on my phone because it saves me money so I don't have to worry about using a soundboard because they're very expensive at the music store Sam Ash. So Anyway, when you are um, coming up with the name of the podcast show that you're doing, you want to you want to make sure that it represents you. All right. It doesn't necessarily have to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be um, what somebody else already heard already. It got to be something unique, something nobody has never heard before. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's kind of like what I did with three of the podcasts that I'm, that I'm doing. Um, it took me months and it took me months for me to come up with the name of the other two podcast shows, like Meticulous Vodjuice Podcast and Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to come up with words that somebody else already used already. So I wanted to be something different and something, um, something original, something um, from the ground up and organic and natural. And the same with this podcast right now, man. It took me years for me to um, to come up with a name like this, man, because of the time I was in private school. I will say this. Um, I will say it's been... Um, I... I got exposed to um, 
things like off the meat rack and off the chain when I was in private school. Because we used to compliment each other and we missed something like this in our lives. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, like I said, man, um, if you are interested in creating a podcast, um, I recommend you, you use Anchor. And of course, make sure you have your your software on whether you want to do live streams or whether you want to do audio and stuff like that. And also be careful how you edit your stuff because you don't want to edit the good parts. The good parts is what makes this, the episode so interesting as far as the funny parts, the bloopers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't start this podcast to be mainstream. I don't want to be mainstream because there's, because I don't want to be famous and I don't want to be a role model to everybody to um, be held to be held um, accountable as far as like their actions. It's not my responsibility to hold people accountable to their actions. It's on them. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's my take on how to create a podcast, man. You also want to have a story um, synopsis. Of course, I didn't really go into deep with the outline too much, but I just had a blueprint. I had to, I had to actually, you know, start off with everything. So, no, I mean, everybody is different, man. Like I said. So, anyway, I appreciate every single one of you that took the time to to listen to me and got a chance to take a chance on me again to know me as a host i am doing the best i can here so i like i said man i'm not here to please everybody because at the end of the day not everybody's meant to be pleased and i really don't give a shit right now so anyway man um like say thank you to everybody on live 17 especially the stream platforms um like anchor um i just saw that we have like 1.2k 1.2k how about that man never think i would I would never think that I was going to be able to make it and being successful and stuff. But, you know, like I said, man, it's all about, you know, being humble to your success, being, being humble by being honest, being humble into, you know, not being braggadocious of using bragging rights and shit, man. And that's exactly what I learned from, from particular workers who I asked today. So and I hope you guys learned something today though, man. You know what I'm saying? Um also before I go, um, don't forget to head to the polls to vote. Um, there's 
there's candidates that's running for mayor. There's Eric Adams and this other douchebag Republican candidate who shall remain nameless. If you guys already voted earlier and stuff, um, that's good. But I know I'm gonna go there in person on November second, so I'm not miss. I'm not gonna miss out on that one right there. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, so. So I guess I think that's about it. I think it's about it for now. Um, and like I said, man, thank you for watching, listening, and rocking with me, man. I'm G Money Stacks. I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys stay covered up with your face covers. Be mindful of the people around you. And don't worry about the conspiracy theorists and the anti-vaxxers who is like anti-vaccine or anti-mandate and stuff like that. So don't worry about these. Don't worry about these idiots, okay? I'm just saying. Hope you guys have um a chance to, you know, you know, wash your hands with um hand sanitizer. Um of course, wash your hands with water and soap, obviously. And also, importantly, make sure you get your water and your Gatorade with electrolytes because you're going to need it for energy. Because energy is important to endurance and stamina. You know what I'm saying? And and you know what? Let's, start, let's go out with a bang, man, right now, man. For 1.2K... Plays. Yeah, man. Let's do this too, man. Yeah. And that's going to do it for me, man. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening to me, rocking with me through all the episode journeys and stuff like that. So thank you very much, man. Hey, um, I appreciate every single one of you, man. And it really means a lot to me that you guys are willing to be on this journey with me. Even though I don't have any co-hosts with me and stuff like that, um, maybe in the future, who knows? So um, you know. Make sure if you're going trick-or-treating this weekend, make sure you be careful out there. Um, go with your go with your um go with your parents, go with your friends. If you got kids, go with them to trick-or-treating. You know what I mean? Make sure you be safe out there. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you don't want um anything to be canceled unless um some idiots want to cancel fucking squid game um costumes and shit man like seriously man but i'm out of here i'll see you guys in the next episode peace and one love and have a good night
Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast. O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z N Y P O D C A S T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio stream choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.